Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Success Hackers cracking the entrepreneurial code number nine. Success Hackers is brought to you by Meet Advisors, empowering business through advice. Scott Hansen here, my fellow entrepreneurs. Are you ready to play big today? On Success Hackers, we are all about empowering you to play big, to start thinking bigger, and start 10xing your mindset and your business. Today, our featured guest is Leah Keplanis. Leah, are you ready to rock? I am ready to rock. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Well, Leah Keplanis is a woman on a very important mission to create the world's most health-conscious alcoholic beverage. After being diagnosed in 2010 with thyroid cancer at just 26 years old, Leah made it her goal to prioritize health and wellness. She changed her diet, she changed her lifestyle, and most importantly, she found the strength to change her profession and launch social enjoyments. The first alcoholic beverage ever to include full nutritional content on its label, social enjoyments is just 88 calories per 10.5 ounce per can, making it one of the lowest caloric alcoholic beverage on the market today. Social enjoyments is an organic and low sugar alcoholic beverage geared towards the health conscious individual. With this new beverage, Kaplanis empowers people to enjoy the fun, social aspects of drinking alcohol while still pursuing their health and wellness goals. Leah Keplanis, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you. Thank you, Scott. It is wonderful to be here. You've got me jazzed up with that introduction. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. I love that. I love that. So, Leah, I shared with Hacker Nation just a little bit about your background, but would love for you to share more about you and what your company, Social Enjoyments, is really all about. Let's see. So, as you said, you know, our mission at Social, as I call it for short, is really to create the most health-conscious alcohol options so that people can lead connected, active, vibrant lives. Behind that was really me noticing that alcohol plays such a role in our social lives these days and probably has for a long time where, you know, alcohol actually brings people together and, and helps them to connect, to express themselves, to relax and to forget thinking about, you know, the drudgeries of life. And it has all of these wonderful positives, but what people normally associate with alcohol are all of the negatives that we all know about, which are the hangovers, the losing your keys, the saying, you know, the wrong thing, the getting too drunk and feeling sick, all of those things that are so disempowering. Uh, I didn't drink for about three years, anything. And when I came back to alcohol, I, I saw both those positives and the negatives and just said, gosh, we've got to do better than this. We need to optimize. We need to create something that has most of those positives without all of those negatives. So that's how we got started. 
Yeah, and I can absolutely relate. I've been the one to have lost my keys. I've been the one that <laughs> maybe had a little fuzziness the next day. So I am really fascinated to learn more about the products at uh, Social Enjoyments. You actually said something and then you glossed over it, which is your story. And your story is absolutely fascinating. As a young woman, you were actually diagnosed with thyroid cancer. How has that experience shaped your view on life and in business, Leah? So I would have to say that me being diagnosed um, when I was 26 was my wake-up call. It came during a time when I felt stagnant in my career, Uh, where I wasn't doing those things that energize me. And the things that energize me are being out, interacting with people, networking, brainstorming, being creative. And at that time, I had been, been working my corporate job with Nestle for about five years at that point, my whole career. And I only got to see my customers a couple times a year. And uh, that that situation for me was was toxic because me sitting behind, you know, in my own home office all alone, a couple customers, job's not that hard anymore. I was stagnating right at that same time, you know, I got diagnosed. And when I was diagnosed, I uh, I had some influences in my family to heal holistically. So my sister owns a health food store, and my father has been into holistic medicine and, and diet my whole life. So he's taught us about macrobiotic eating, and he's been a vegetarian my whole life and so forth. So when I was diagnosed, I turned to, you know, what are the holistic ways that I could heal and very quickly, I was connected to some people that were pretty advanced in this sort of thing that did some coaching to people over the phone uh, on how to heal holistically. So the day I was diagnosed, my um, sister connected me with a man and, and I spoke with him and, and he said, drive to the closest grocery store. You are now a vegan and I want you to buy every green organic thing you can find. And that is now your diet. And so from really from day one, from the day I got the call uh, from the surgeon that was she was ready to schedule the thyroid surgery, I made a choice to heal holistically, and I kind of followed that journey from you know one school of thought and one practice or treatment or therapy to the next, and it it led me on sort of a health revolution, and I felt better than I had ever felt in my life, and I learned so much stuff about positive thinking and about you know community and working with people and you know just the the basic elements of health uh and that is really what i would say gave me the strength and the courage to actually you know pursue my dream of owning my own business and going off on my own i absolutely love your story in so many facets one of which is i'm a huge believer in that things do happen for a reason yours was pretty dramatic and you were diagnosed with cancer. And I believe that when we have these big decisions to make, that whether you pray to God or whoever it is you pray to or the universe, that we are presented with a fork in the road. And you mentioned you went right. You decided to change your diet, change the way you lived, and heated advice from people that were living maybe the way you wanted to live or maybe looking the way you wanted and feeling the way you wanted to feel. Maybe someone else would have went left and said, my God, I'm diagnosed with cancer. You know, my life is falling apart. And something in a massively negative aspect could have happened if, if you went left. You decided to go right, which we're going to talk about in a minute. 
And not only have you changed your mindset, your belief about life, belief about diet and holistic healing and nutrition, but now you've also, because of this fork in the road, this dramatic thing that happened in your life, you've been able to take that and grow massively and then also start this incredible business because of it. Great stuff. So, you know, passion is such a key ingredient to being successful. I always say that once you find that one thing that calls to you, it really doesn't even feel like work. You feel that you're actually swimming with the current versus going against it. How important does passion play with your role as CEO and co-founder of Social Enjoyments? It's the number one thing. It's, it's the one thing that you cannot be without to be successful. Because when you say passion uh, and say swimming with the current, I totally resonate with that. And I, to me, that feels like I am on my path that I am supposed to be on to serve the world. So when it feels like that, when it feels like I have this responsibility to show up because this is the way that I'm going to be able to serve the world best, and also knowing that by me showing up, the world is going to serve me best, it's a mutual relationship that's just fantastic, uh, that's what gives me the courage to know that, that I can keep going every day when it gets really hard, that those resources will appear, and that even though today maybe it looks you know, this looks challenging or that looks challenging. It doesn't matter because I know that, that this is a fully supported operation. Yeah. And just listening to what you just said, you have a grander vision, which is, yes, I have a company to run, but even above that, you have a responsibility to not only your current customers, people that are currently buying and using your product, but future customers. And you said something very profound, which was, it's not just about me. It's about the people that I impact or the people that I will impact and that I have a responsibility to them. Is that what I heard? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. So I also know that you are very passionate about donating and giving back. As a matter of fact, Social Enjoyments gives back 1% of its proceeds to a different charity every quarter. Why is giving back so important to you? Well, uh, I think that these organizations are doing phenomenal things. Uh, one of the organizations that we donate to is called Immerman Angels, and they're a Chicago startup, but they're actually international now. And what they do is they connect cancer fighters with cancer survivors. So people who have survived that same type of cancer, probably the same gender if possible, similar age group if possible, and they just mentor. I actually was a volunteer for them, uh, and then I became... I got an angel and then I became an angel when I was healed. So uh, I think it's so great when, when you are struggling with something to be connected to someone who has succeeded in that same thing. It, it raises you up to that level of consciousness or that level of possibility. We definitely like to support good organizations. You know, it's so important as entrepreneurs, as budding entrepreneurs, as current entrepreneurs, a lot of times we are so focused on ourselves and growing our business and getting new customers and all those things that are necessary. But I always tell people that whenever you have situations or maybe you have some, some sleepless nights or some anxiety or whatever else, it is so important to focus on other people, whether it's an organization like Immerman, whether it's helping the homeless or helping children or whatever else, to take the focus off of you I want to talk about a time, we call it the fail forward stage, Leah, here on Success Hackers. Take us back to a specific time or an event in your entrepreneurial endeavor when you failed. 
but you failed forward and you were able to really take that failure and use it as fuel to your success fire. Can you take us back to the time? Well, you know, I've, I've been working on starting my own business since I was uh, in undergrad. And that started, you know, one business, maybe I, I get to the point where I get to name it. Or, you know, the last business, I actually partnered up with some people and I just knew that the, there wasn't a big enough idea or team or whatever to, to create a large enough opportunity. So all of those things could have been seen as failures, but they all were gaining experience. And I would tell people that just continue to gain experience because it will all lead to something. Explain a little bit about your product and uh, kind of what it looks like and where it's being distributed right now. Social is it, it's different. Uh, it's actually it's all organic for one. It's all organic. It's gluten free. It's really locale. Only eighty eight for the whole can. So it's about a third the calories of an average glass of wine. Uh, it's only one gram of sugar. And for health fanatics out there and and anyone, um, you know we're learning more and more that sugar is just something to try to cut down on. So all of the products are only one gram of sugar. It's it's meant around to be around, uh, I guess, the concept that sometimes you want sort of like a session drink. So beer is what they call a session drink. It's 4% alcohol. You could drink, you know, three to four to five to six to you guys, you know, maybe 10, whatever it is, if you're spending a long time socializing. But because it's only 4%, you're not getting to a point where you're so drunk and you're just enjoying being outside or being with friends or whatever it is. But the problem that I had is I, I didn't like beer for several reasons. I don't know, you drink a couple, you feel kind of bloated. Mm-hmm. Um, it has gluten, which I'm trying to avoid. The taste doesn't always wow me. I actually, you know, prefer more of like a cocktail wine sort of thing Sure. Uh, between those two things. So this is our version of a very... Um, lightly sweetened, refreshing drink that tastes like between a wine or champagne and a cocktail. It's kind of a new new taste. It's what everyone always says is that wow, this is so refreshing and I love that it is it, that it's lightly sweetened. And is it something that comes in a can that you pop the can like a beer that you drink? Is it more of or is it more of a call it a mixer? in a sleek can. You can drink it straight. You can pour it over some light ice, pour it in a wine glass, pour it in a champagne flute. And then you can also use it as a mixer. So if you do want to sort of spike it up, like you were saying, instead of say vodka soda, which can end up being pretty boring after a while, uh, you could do a vodka social. So you can mix, uh, we have two flavors right now, and you can mix either of them with vodka or with gin or rum uh, and make some really delicious drinks. I think one of the flavors I read about, was it a hibiscus cucumber? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, is that your favorite? Flavor. <laughs> um, you know, they're so different, actually. The hibiscus cucumber is, it's kind of like a rosé, but lightly sweetened. It's kind of between like cucumber spa water and a rosé glass of wine. And then the second flavor is toasted coconut almond. And uh, that one is just so different than anything I've ever tasted in my life because it's this toasted coconut almond. It's Some people say it like just reminds them of being on a beach and vacation. And I can drink that one more in the winter or in the summer. So they're very different. 
This sounds very refreshing and also, like you said earlier, just it's a way to not have all the calories but yet have the ability to have a cocktail and to socialize with some best friends. Exactly. We have a segment on the show, Leah, called the light bulb moments. And I want you to share maybe a time, a moment when you were really on to something big. You know, it wasn't just a dream anymore, but maybe your business became a reality. I would love to know, number one, what was your light bulb moment that you said, wow, we can actually, we can actually make this concept an actual business? And then if you can also answer, what advice would you give that person that's listening to this interview to say, wow, you know, I've always wanted to start my own energy drink or start my own alcoholic beverage, but I don't know where to go. So, you know, the first light bulb moment is when you initially get the idea. Very first time I drank alcohol again after three years, I walked into a liquor store. I had told my friends, okay, today's the day I'm going to drink. Walked into the liquor store, had no idea what I was going to drink. And the only thing that's, you know, spoke to me as a health conscious woman, you know, in particular, was a display of Skinny Girl. So I took that home, I drank it, had a great time, but thought there were things that could be improved. And I went back to a liquor store again, and I looked around and I just realized, holy smokes, this is a huge industry. There are just thousands of alcohol products out there. So there's a, you know, knowing that there is a market, there's other people that have been successful doing what you're doing, I think can give you a lot of confidence. And then, uh, you know, seeing that that there were so few, but there was a growing number of what I wanted to do, which was this kind of female-focused, health-conscious drink. Uh, Guys like it too, but that was the original idea. Just first getting your idea and then seeing that other people have been successful. From there, it's really just taking action steps every day. And I always tell people, call a vendor because the vendor is the one that's incentivized. They're motivated to teach you how to get this business up and running so that they can sell you their products. And then the next sort of light bulb moment where I realized that, holy smokes, this is actually happening. I put a team together. I I called a friend from grad school and I said, hey, you know, I'm ready to do this. I want to do, you know, an organic locale cocktail. He's like, well, I want to do something with sake for years. Let's put it together. And then he called his friend and his friend called his friend. And that guy, the guy goes, that's so weird because I was working on a sake cocktail seven years ago with this sort of famous brewmaster who has this revolutionary process to create the sake in a faster, more economical way, but he never did anything with it. (laughs) And so within literally a month of me reaching out to my grad school friend, forming a team, we had this new process to to actually make the alcohol. And he signed it over to us. He became a part owner. We, you know, ended up doing a, a test brew. And this thing was actually happening. And I had no idea how to create an alcoholic beverage. I just had no idea when I first started what I was going to do. By bringing, you know, the next thing would be bringing in people and and sharing your idea and speaking it out loud and, and mentally and, you know, verbally committing to it. These resources start showing up. And as they start showing up, your business starts turning into a reality. Wow. I love that because this is something that speaks to me. And, you know, I I talk to a lot of people, business owners or will-be entrepreneurs. A lot of them say to me, Scott, you know, I want to become an entrepreneur, but I don't know what I want to do and I don't know what I want to start. Hacker Nation, Leah just dropped some serious 
golden nuggets on us today, which was, if you were listening to her story, which I hope you were, and maybe even taking notes, you can hear the passion in her voice. She had an idea, like she talked about, a concept, didn't know anything really about the industry, but that didn't matter. And I think a lot of times... We have what's called analysis by paralysis, and we try to think about everything before we even take the first step. And I love your story because you said, I don't know anything about it. I have a huge passion. Something is calling to me. I'm going to start reaching out, and I'm going to start taking action on the things that I feel could be worth something. And sure enough, the universe starts putting the right people in front of you, but the key was that you continue to take massive action on your dream, on your concept, and then sure enough, as you continue to take massive action, the right people, the right opportunities, the right bottlers, the right everybody started showing up for you. Absolutely. Absolutely love it. The premise of this show, Leah, is to not only empower current or would-be entrepreneurs, but to also share certain shortcuts or what we call hacks on how they might be able to get to their success quicker. So as we talked about earlier, the beverage industry is one of the largest, most competitive industries in the world, yet you are doing incredible things and growing your company and increasing revenues every year. Without giving away all your secrets away... What's one success hack or strategy that you can share with Hacker Nation that's really allowed you to build so much success in a very short period of time? If you want to be successful, find someone who has been successful and have them tell you how they did it. You can spend five years gaining five years experience or you can spend an hour learning the most important things from someone who has done that. So I would just say reach out anything that you want to do, go through LinkedIn, go through Facebook, just put it out there, put a message out on Facebook. Hey, does anyone know anyone who has created t-shirts online or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you want to do? Just start expressing, I have this idea, I have this need to as many people as you can and start talking about it. And then they will refer you to other people and, uh, and you'll, you'll learn the business very quickly. So let me just piggyback off of your answer, which is so profound, which is what we talk about all the time is finding a mentor, finding someone that is already doing what you want to do. And nine out of 10 times, those people have a servant mentality because they've done it. They want to turn around. They can feel your passion. They can see your hunger. They're going to spend some time, especially if you reach out to them. Don't waste your time. Don't waste their time. But if someone's listening saying, okay, I get it. I need to find a mentor. What was maybe one success strategy that you've used or that you've seen done on how to actually introduce yourself to a would-be mentor? I would say just get out there. Get out there and surround yourself with people. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, you want to join a um, sports team or like intramural sports or you want to go to some professional networking group or um, some sort of social group, whatever it is, I would say just position yourself around some people that are kind of on the same wavelength as you or have a similar interest to you or into what you're doing. And as long as you're around a lot of people and you start putting it out there, it's going to lead you to the right place at some point. So just start talking about what you're doing and people, as long as you're passionate and saying, you know, why you want to do this and, and your idea, people will support you and they'll they'll connect you. There's a saying that I go by which is simply 
I would rather be passion on fire versus ignorance on ice, which simply means you might not know everything about everything about everything about doing it, but just get out there. Get up, get out, get moving, get out to a networking event, go meet people, go let people know what you're all about and what you're up to, and the right people will cross your path. Absolutely. We are going to enter what's called the randomness round. Now, the randomness round, Leah, is all about you just firing off answers as I ask you. It's like putting you on the hot seat, and we want to find out all kinds of information about you. So, Leah, are you ready for the randomness round? I am ready. The best advice you have ever received? Just do it. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Being grateful for the little things, the sunshine, the something showing up at my fingertips that I was looking for, just constant gratitude. You now own a time machine, Leah. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 20 years old again. What advice would your current self give your 20-year-old self? Always go after whatever is bringing you joy because that's the right path. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Optimism and faith. Last question of the randomness round, Leah. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I can sing. If you're going to open that up, you know you're going to have to... <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to have to belt out just any favorite song. Just a couple seconds. The hills are alive with the sound of music. This is a... Success Hackers first on our show. That was actually really good. If this alcoholic beverage thing doesn't work out for you, you know, American Idol might be calling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been incredible. Thank you, Leah, so much for your time sharing these awesome success strategies and even singing with Hacker Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? You can go to our website, which is uh, socialenjoyments.com, social enjoyments with an S, and they can actually order right through there. And um, in terms of are you on LinkedIn, Uh, can someone find you on LinkedIn? Can someone find you on Twitter? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. It's uh, 88socialleah on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, 88social is on Instagram and Twitter for the business. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Leah, along with other really cool resources that we have on the site. And don't forget, as always, to leave a review and a five-star rating. You can do this by going to successhackers.net, clicking on the iTunes tab, and clicking subscribe to the show on the iTunes page. You can also follow me and the show on Twitter, at Scott Hansen 1210, at Scott Hansen 1210. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.